Occasionally, when traveling, one encounters a serendipitous destination. For us, arriving at Guesthouse Douro in Porto, Portugal, was one of those places. Uh, Hugo Silva joins us today, the proprietor. And uh, Hugo, maybe you could give us a bit of background of uh, why you entered this business and what what the guesthouse duro means to you. Uh, hello, uh, it's a passion. It's a passion for me and for my wife Louisa. Uh, it's a, a business that we always wanted to uh, to try. So we love to travel to 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 visit different countries, different different cultures. To see how how they uh, how they live and how they approach life. So, for us to have that feelings, you need to travel or uh, a business like Castelzoro because we you have every day uh, different cultures, different people entering your front door. Uh, so it's amazing. It's amazing to to have a business like Castelzoro to meet new people. Uh, like Jim uh, was amazing. So that was the, the the main reason for us to have that business, and of course, um, the the business for itself. Uh, we need to to earn some money to to travel, so it, it is also a business that allows us to 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 have that. But there's a certain style to what you've done at the guesthouse door. Is that influenced by your travel? Or by Porto, so does it reflect more of the local? It's a mix. In- yes, it's a mix from different things. Uh, it's a mix from the things that we that we absorb when we travel from the city, from Porto. I think that Portugal is a a country with a, with a, the the people from Portugal are a, a lot. Uh, uh, warming people when we welcome uh, people from other countries. So in Porto, uh, we also have a mix of that uh, in our in our house, and also from the previous owners of the guesthouse Doro that always um, that teaches uh, different dif- a different way to do the to do the uh, to do the job. So I think we mixed all these all these all these aspects. And in the end, I think we have a nice, uh, a nice service. I think. I would agree. So Thank one of you. the things that was simply delightful during our visit was the uh, the care and time you and Luisa spent on your breakfast. Yeah. So maybe you can tell us, you know, how you obtain those fruits and food, and and what you, what your approach to breakfast. Uh, at the guest house door is so that the, the the art that you see on the plates it's the uh, it's on Louisa's uh, it's responsibly from for, for, from Louisa so she's uh, the artist on the fruits uh, the fruits are almost all from Portugal so uh, we have it we have a, a special market in Porto called uh, Bullion. Uh, which we have uh, the, the 
the re the real fruits from from our uh, agriculture uh, there. So we go there, we select the best ones, and we use it. We also have a, a little farm. Luisa's father's has a little farm on the countryside, so we use it. Um, we use the fruits that we produce there. Uh, we have strawberries, we have kiwis, we have passion fruit, so we use it also. Those fruits are 100% organically, so they are the, the 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 taste is totally different. So we use that. The breakfast, the presentation, and the way that we serve the breakfast is our first touch with with our guests in the morning. So we like to talk with the guests on the breakfast. We like to to give our inputs on their on their days, uh, some suggestions. Uh, it's a, it's one of our favorite parts of the day. It's a breakfast, for sure. And what about the the breads and the pastries? Tell us where, where do you find that? Uh, that we have a, a, a huge history about pastry in Portugal. Um, yes, <laughs> uh, we are a whole country with a lot of history, uh, and our pastry is based on the monks, uh, on the church. Uh, because on our past, uh, all the recipes were uh, made and created by the monks uh, on, on the monasteries and on the sanctuaries. So we have yet almost all our recipes based on the old ones. Uh, the custard tart that you tried, uh, the little Berlin ball. So all those recipes are based uh, on our history. And they are good. <laughs> you can tell yes. all the people they are good. <laughs> they, are, they are very good. <laughs> Thank you. So I, I recall, um, Hugo, that you were in, you had a different yes. family business um, before entering the guest house, Duro. And uh, so I assume it's yes. been a big change getting into the, the travel and hosting and hospitality business what what's the biggest surprise since you entered this business uh, the our biggest surprise we started uh, one year ago uh, and we haven't uh, one bad guest until now so we knew a lot of good people that was the the biggest surprise uh, for sure we we didn't have uh, a bad experience with with someone so it it's really surprising for us really really surprising for us uh, we knew a lot of good people uh, sympathetic people uh, intelligent people people that like to talk about not only their countries but portugal they want to know a lot about portugal and the, the way that we live and the way that uh, our history, the the things that the, our uh, the architecture of Porto, um, that was the biggest surprise. The the interest of uh, the interest uh, that they have in Porto, and also the the kindness of the people, because we haven't had a bad guest until now. It was a big surprise for us. Wow! And how about a a big disappointment? Every business has its ups and downs what's been the uh, I, biggest disappointment i need to be to be 
to be honest, the the time that we spend, that they we don't have uh, we don't have free times. It's mm. a lot of time spending on the job. Yeah. But in the end, when we have guests telling sending you an email telling you, hey Hugo Luisa, there was uh, amazing times with you. Uh, our service was amazing. That compensates every t- every time that we spend there. It's amazing. We are really glad when we when we read those emails. It's nice. It's really nice. Yes. So but the bad you... aspect for sure is is the uh, the time that we spend there. We don't have a lot of free time. Yeah, uh, I suppose it, that that makes sense given our experience. You were very attentive. So, how do people find? Um, your guest house today and Porto. What when you talk to your guests? How, how did they find you? Usually, they have a friend of a friend of a friend that stay with <laughs> us. <laughs> uh, usually, it's like that. We we are also in some books, uh, magazines about uh, about travels. Uh, if you go on TripAdvisor, we are also on TripAdvisor on a nice on a nice position in Porto. Uh, uh, Rick Steve's guide, uh, we are also there. Lonely Planet guide. Um, the, the 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 regular uh, magazines for uh, for small hotels and for boutique hotels and for uh, BNB uh, services. And where do most of your guests come from, Hugo? What, what, what do you find there? Uh, by order, uh, from United States, from Canada, uh, Australia, New Zealand, United Kingdom, and after Europe. And have uh, the reason- more than more than more than eighty percent is from the United States. Eighty percent. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that the reason people are coming to Porto has changed, or what? 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 What do they tell you? Sorry, I did not understand. Oh, so when your guests arrive, what what motivates them, or or why are they visiting Porto? What what brought them to Porto? Uh, I think that it's uh, uh, nowadays. Porto. If you come to Porto, like five years ago, six years ago, uh, maximum ten years ago, uh, Porto. It was not a city visiting visited for uh, a lot of people. It was a uh, no tourism, no life on, a, on the downtown. It was a dark city. It's a new thing in Porto tourism. It started five years ago. So it's a new thing now. Uh, a lot of people are coming to Porto for the first time. Uh, and, and for the country also. Uh, Portugal uh, was no, known by the Algarve, by the South, in terms of tourism. Nowadays, right. it's a little bit different. You have Lisbon, you have Porto, you have the Algarve. The interior is also really beautiful. So... That's the main reason. And I think that our government uh, started five years ago, I think, uh, 
selling our image, selling our tourism uh, for different countries, for different continents. It, it, it helped a lot. So, uh, and the people uh, started to come to Portugal. And as I told you before, uh, if you go to a country and you like it, you will recommend it to your friends, to your family. I think Portugal is a little bit like that. So we are uh, now receiving the friends of a friend that came <laughs> five years ago, four years ago, three years ago. Uh, and it's nice because uh, Portugal, I think, and the people of Portugal, uh, we, we like to welcome uh, people here and to show them what we have best. Uh, our best restaurants, our best uh, mo monuments, uh, our best uh, food, uh, our best artists, our best <clears throat> architecture. Uh, we have good things to see here in Portugal and to taste. <laughs> yeah, speaking of taste, so let's, <laughs> let's say we were going out to lunch tomorrow. Yeah. Where would you suggest we go in Porto and what would we order? My personal, my personal taste uh, will tell uh, us to go to the, to the ocean part and try a, f a really fresh fish only with olive oil uh, and salt, just that, mm. and vegetables. I think it, it would be amazing. And of course, a nice wine, a nice white wine. Yes. So having enjoyed that, and then where, where would you suggest walking around? If we have a day, where, sh where should we go? In Porto? Yes. So w we can start uh, in downtown, nearby guest We can start in guest house door because my favorite part of the day there in the downtown is the first hour in the morning. Uh, almost no one on the streets. We can really enjoy the, the fog on the river, uh, the, the whole bridges, the, the architecture of the downtown we can start there it's really beautiful then we can go up on the city uh until the city al plaza visiting the the clericus tower the highest building on town in right. town it's really beautiful we can go uh almost until the top uh, a lot of stairs but but it's worth it it's really the views are amazing uh after that we can go uh, to the photography uh, museum, which is also a nice museum to see. After that museum, we can go to the Crystal Palace Gardens, which are yes. amazing, the gardens. Uh, after the gardens, we can go through Boa Vista roundabout uh, and then go down on the avenue, is the biggest avenue in Portugal. Uh, and almost in the end of the avenue, you will have uh, Serralves, uh, Serralves is uh, the, the, the new modern art museum of Porto. Yes. Really beautiful, usually with nice exhibitions. Uh, we have also the music hall of the city. Uh, Porto in 2003 was the European capital of culture and we designed a new music hall in the city. It's a different building, uh, but it's really beautiful, all related with music. So it's also a nice place to visit. Lunch time, the ocean part. We can yeah. lunch uh, there, watching, uh, enjoying the ocean and the waves and the noise of the ocean. Of the ocean, uh, fish, great wine, 
uh, a nice pastry for dessert. <laughs> uh, and after uh, on the afternoon, we can try we can try the the electric car, uh, the whole tram of the city uh, that goes always on the coast and then on the river. Uh, it's a nice way to 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 know that part of the city, which is which is really nice. Porto, it's not a big city. It's a small city. It's the second largest in Portugal, uh, but the city center is not so big. Uh, so we can see a little bit of almost everything in two, three days. Uh, if you want to explore more the city, you need to spend more days. But uh, usually, a nice suggestion that I sometimes uh, uh, give to our guests when they ask me, Hugo, I want to visit some different cities of the north of Portugal. What do you suggest me? You, you can stay in Porto, and when you are in Porto, you can go for different cities near Porto uh, every day. You can base yourself in Porto, you can visit Porto, you can use two or three days in Porto, and then you can leave in the morning, go to Braga, go to Guimarães, go to Aveiro, and then in the end of the day, come back to Porto because it's a small trip uh, and you can base yourself in Porto and know uh, almost all the cities in the north of Portugal, which is also a nice, uh, uh, nice cities and beautiful cities. Yes. And what sort of a dinner would you recommend to finish off this nice day? Where would you go? What would you have, Hugo? Uh, I, I, will, I will have... Um, I will have a, a seafood rice just after Gastel's Douro on my favorite restaurant nearby us called Terreiro. The seafood rice that is amazing and I love it. So oh, yes, we, we, if I can, we went there. Yes, it was very yeah. good. Yeah. I really like that restaurant and the seafood rice is amazing. Yes. Uh, definitely would be my choice. <laughs> so looking forward, uh, Hugo, what what are your plans for the guest house over the next few years? Uh, what, what what will be different? What will be the same? Uh, this one will be the same. We are now almost finishing uh, the opportunity to to have uh, uh, some more rooms on the next building. We will see if we can close the business but if you are if we are able to close the business we will close it and we will have some more rooms to our to our uh, actual uh, guest house when i say a few more rooms it will be my uh, more four rooms five oh, rooms okay. uh, so it, it will be nice uh, that area it's 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 the heart of the city so it will be good and in the future I will be honest, we have the Douro Valley near, nearby Porto. The river that ends in Porto, the Douro River, uh, it's beautiful. The, all the way up on the river, it's beautiful. And the valley uh, up on the river, when we produce the port wine and, and all those really well-known uh, table wines from the Douro, uh, it's amazing. It's a world heritage uh, area protected by UNESCO. I would love to have a connection there, to have a guest house Douro to uh, there uh, up in the valley. And 
imagine if you are coming to Porto to visit the city, to visit the city, and if you want also to visit the the, the vineyards and to try the wine, and it's a different thing. I would love to have both, to have the opportunity to 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 show both to show both things to our guests. You can stay in the city, and then you can spend two nights up on on the valley, for example. It would be. Uh, the next goal for Gastos Douro. Makes great sense. That is a beautiful drive. We, we did that. But I have to say, your point about the location of the Gastos Douro, I remember waking up one morning, maybe six, and the fog with the first light was just spectacular on the river. So, uh, yeah, you have a beautiful place. It's true. But thank uh, you. It's true. Yeah, the, thank you for, so much for, for uh, spending some time today, Hugo. And uh, best wishes with Guest House Duro to you and Louisa. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you personally. Uh, now again, talk to you. Uh, and you know, you have a friend in Porto. Every time you need something from Porto, from Portugal, you have my contact. So just tell <laughs> yes. me. <laughs> same, same with Madison. I hope we see you in the states uh, sometime. Uh, Thank you. I love states. I, I, uh, I loved when I was in New York. I have family there, so for sure I will be visiting the United States in the future. 